Hey there, it's me, your money, and welcome to Tandia Talks Money. They say money talks, and it is true, I do. And I also like to work hard. They say it builds character, but it also builds TFSAs and RRSPs, which is why every week Tandia will share new ideas, tips, and wisdom from Tandia's finest to help you get to where you want to go. You know, with a little help from me, of course. Like, who else? Today's truth coming at you. Your money may serve you better somewhere else. What can I possibly mean by this truth? Well, it's a pretty broad statement, but I promise I will help you make it make sense. Get it? Sense? C-E-N-T-S? See what I did there? I'm so clever. Most individuals want to know more about what to do with their money. I would say some have the basics of money management down, but for the most, the wide world of banking is still an intimidating conundrum. Banking really hasn't changed drastically over the years. It's really offering the same products, sometimes just with different packaging. Nobody is trying to reinvent the wheel here, but we do have some enhancements that we've added. But why would banking products really have to change that much? Our needs are still the same as they always were. People need somewhere to save their money and somewhere to spend their money. I'm obviously not saying banking is exactly the same or products are exactly the same. I mean, we aren't using bank books anymore or having to fill out deposit or withdraw slips. Some of you may not even know what that is. All I'm saying here is the concepts are the same. With that said, we usually stick with a financial institution and sometimes our accounts for life out of pure convenience, even if we're not getting our full needs met. Why? Why do we do this? because it's too much of a headache to change. I, I can't agree. Sometimes, believe me, even when I worked in the branch, I had the hardest time trying to get someone to switch their accounts over because it just seemed so daunting. And I'm not going to lie. It can be when you think of all the stuff coming out of your bank accounts. We're looking for the fastest, easiest, most efficient way to do something. I am totally guilty of this. I don't know if it's the three kids under five or that I'm aging or just really how our society operates now, but I have less and less patience or attention span to really go in depth about researching something. When it comes time for me to make a decision about something, if you can outline it for me in point form, make it easy and seamless, I'm sold. I don't even know what I'm signing up for, but I'm sold. That has not always served me so well. I am not the instruction reader or researcher. Just, you know, come ask my husband how well this works out for me when I'm trying to build any sort of IKEA furniture. But I know that there are people out there who love to do the research and read the instructions. Believe me, I married one of them. My dad, also and a very good friend of ours, will research a purchase or topic till the nth degree. They are so fully informed on every aspect of that item before purchasing or making a decision. They read the reviews, ask for opinions, and really are well informed. I sometimes wish I had a little bit more of that in me. So my question is, why don't we all treat our finances and our accounts the same way? Let's play a fun game. Now, aren't you lucky I don't actually get to see you doing this? But if you choose to play along and you're around some people, I'm sure they're just going to think you're just a little extra friendly today putting your hand up. So raise your hand if you have one bank account where all your bills come out of and it's also linked to a debit card that you use for your daily spending. Okay, now I hope all of you have put your hand up now. Raise your hand if you have automated bill payments coming out from this the same account. 
Raise your hand if you have one savings account but don't ever transfer money into it. Raise your hand if you're left having to do mental math, trying to figure out if you have enough money to pay that bill and then you end up overspending or putting things on your credit card. All these things kind of just happen over the month and we don't necessarily fully pay attention to the accounts that we have, why we operate these accounts, what's going on with them. Now, every workshop or webinar or virtual workshop, whatever I have ever done, I always start off by asking a very simple question. What is a positive financial habit? I am always met with the same responses. Investing your money, have a budget, pay down your debt, make sure you have 10% of your income saved. While these are all great answers and are indisputable positive habits, I would have to add that being intentional with your money trumps all of these great habits. Now, I know what you're thinking right now, Carly, you're getting deep. What in the world does being intentional with your money even mean? Well, it means let's adapt an existential mindset to our money, where we start to value the quality of the relationship with our money so we can take more control of it and start directing it properly. I mean, I don't want you to go into a full existential crisis over here about your money or anything, but we're here to help you organize it and encourage you to take time to understand it. We don't want you to be left doing mental math every month or have your money sitting somewhere where it can be earning so much more interest or simply just outlining where you should be putting your stuff or having you pay too much in account fees or continue to watch an empty savings account. So let's just break it down a little bit and start with the types of accounts that you should have and how you should be operating them. Mission control, your operating account, where the cheddar, bones, bankroll, whatever you want to call it these days, rolls in and then rolls out. This is where you do your day-to-day spending, where your payroll goes in, linked to your debit card, where you transfer money from, you have your debt repayment come out of, et cetera, et cetera. There are so many types of checking accounts. How do you know which account is right for you? Well, when choosing one, you need to know what services you need and want. There are a bajillion options and a bajillion places you can choose from. That sounds really excessive, right? A bajillion. Um, But how do you know which one is going to be best for you? How do you make it easier for yourself? Because finding the right account that best meets your needs can save you money. And who doesn't want a little extra money? As an example, there are some checking accounts that only allow a certain number of transactions for a lower fee. There are some accounts that offer an unlimited transaction for a flat rate fee. So you need to know how you spend. Is cash king and you only use cash to spend? Or are you like me who uses debit for the $2 coffee purchase? Sometimes I feel like I need to add like more to my purchase because I feel bad using debit only for $2, but such is life. Some accounts totally waive any fee if you keep a minimum monthly balance in the account the whole month. Some accounts offer packages that for a flat rate will include things such as a certified check or email money transfer or any additional service that you are requiring. Now, how exactly are you supposed to choose your account if you haven't thoroughly thought about your needs or done your research? Are you overpaying? Are you paying for an unlimited account and you're barely using your debit card? These are things that you need to learn and understand about yourself. Because this is what I'm going to say. You need to be like my dad. It's important to know. Do your research. Find out what the best account is for you. It's not going to take hours and hours. It might just be a couple Google searches and you found it. Next account, your moneymaker. Don't worry, I'm not about to play ya. Get it? No? 
I know not everyone will get that reference, but as the kids say these days, if you know, you know. I'm not going to lie. Since I wrote this, that song has been stuck in my head all day. There's a hint. It's a song. But your moneymaker, also known as a savings account, preferably a high interest savings account. Now, the sky is the limit with this type of account. You can keep it simple and just have a checking account and a savings account. That's okay. But if you like to plan out your goals or expenses, then open multiple of these bad boys. Whether you're working towards a vacation, to purchase a house, some renos, a car, whatever floats your boat. Maybe you want to buy a boat. This is the best place to stash some of that cash. Most institutions will let you open an unlimited number at no cost. Now, while that sounds delightful, I do caution you to not open too many because you want the potential to earn some interest on this money. If you're spreading it out between too many accounts, you're not really making any real progress on earning some interest. Also, if you are disciplined enough, then you can keep it all at the same institutions. But if you need some extra help in the savings department, like me, then a great alternative is to maybe open it at another institution. Limit your access to it. If you listen to the last episode and you're part of the Shopaholics Anonymous group, then this might be your best option. But essentially, having your money outside of your checking account into your savings accounts allows you to separate it and have a more outlined example of how you want to be spending this money. Next account, the golden years. Thank you for being a friend. No, not the golden girls, the golden years. In addition to managing your everyday income and expenses, you also need to plan for the future, an investment account for retirement. It's a great way to save for retirement, but it's an even better way to invest for it. Unlike your daily savings, emergency fund, or goal planning belongs to a simpler type of savings account, or maybe more accessible, the money you set aside for your future should be earning you the highest return possible. This is where you could explore options such as an RSP or TFSA. Obviously, depending on your income or where you live, we can and we will be going into more detail about these types of accounts in future episodes, but you should choose your investments carefully. Investing always comes with some risk and the risk is higher if you don't really know what you're doing. So I definitely suggest you seek somebody out. Now, we can get into more detail about future accounts and all these other types of accounts. But like I said, I don't want to send you into an existential crisis. I simply just want to get you thinking of the types of accounts that are out there for you. Encourage you to explore them. Stop being so complacent and start having your account start working better for you. Take this as your sign. This is the time to make a change. I will continue to encourage you each episode to find your banking BFF. We don't know whom we can trust sometimes, who is just trying to sell us a product, who we can trust with our secrets. And because of this, we don't know who to reach out to. So we don't reach out at all. So put some feelers out. Connect with someone who makes you feel comfortable and helps you get your financial freedom. If you can build healthy financial habits early on, your future self will be forever thankful. We believe in the power of financial literacy and how by having an understanding of your financial picture helps to empower you to make better financial decisions and have a positive relationship with money. We want you to recognize your worth and help you enjoy life to its fullest and have the experiences you've always wanted to do. We are here for you. We encourage you to get in touch at any time, whether it's with a question about our business or a comment on how we might be able to answer your burning financial questions. After all, at Tandia, your voice is the most important one. 
Thank you so much for tuning in and we hope you found value through this podcast. We are on all social channels, so please snap a photo of this podcast, tag us and share on your channels so we can help get the word out. You can always connect with us at Tandia.com. We will be sure to list all the ways you can get in touch in our show notes. Catch you soon. Thanks for tuning in. I don't know about you, but I feel smarter already. Remember, Tandia is here to help. If you found this podcast helpful, please let us know. Got feedback? Want to learn more? Just head to Tandia.com. Tandia, as unique as you.